0: Welcome to the Returning to Joy podcast. I am so excited to be with you for episode 15. In this episode, I'm going to encourage you with the word that God gave me on Luke 24. For Easter Sunday, I heard an incredible message about the disciples' response to Jesus' death. I love the angle that the pastor took for this message. I was actually listening listening to Brian. Um, he's the executive director of the Underground Net- Network in Tampa, and I, he was talking he was teaching from Luke 24, where you have the disciples on we have two disciples on the road to Emmaus. They're walking away from Jerusalem. They're leaving the place where they had encountered Jesus the place where they had experienced hope, the place where they experienced the miracles and the power and presence of Christ in Jerusalem, they were leaving that place. We end up finding ourselves too in similar situations when our hopes have been dashed or when we've been discouraged, where we find ourselves leaving We don't even know where we're headed to. In this instance, they were headed, they were on the road to Emmaus. But our Emmaus can take several different forms. We're just headed on the road somewhere, anywhere, but where everything came crashing down. Where what we expected, what we were believing for, all came and just fell apart. I was struck by that passage, Luke 24, and just felt like I had to go back to it. And reread over it. And just since there was more that the father wanted to say to encourage me with to com- to convict me with. I want to share what struck me when I reread over Luke 24 with you right now. In Luke 24, these two disciples are headed on the road to Emmaus. It's about 17 miles. They are on their way walking to Emmaus. Let's just call it this anywhere but Jerusalem. Right. And on that journey, they're having a discussion, the two of them discussing all that was just taking place when Jesus appears to them, but they don't recognize Jesus initially. He appears to them and he Jesus just starts walking with them on the side, just walk, starts walking with them on this journey and talking with them about what they're discussing. Along the way, he begins to essentially preach about himself. They end up breaking bread with him. And after really what happens after Jesus breaks bread with him, then that's when he you know, reveals himself and they're like, wow, that was Jesus. And then later on they go run and go tell Peter and all the rest of the disciples about what they experienced about how Christ revealed himself to them. So that's the overarching big picture of what's happening here in Luke 24. But there's a couple things that I want to highlight for you. And this will be real quick. The first comes from verse 13. I want to start reading there. It says, later that Sunday, two of of Jesus's disciples were walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, a journey of about 17 miles. They were in the midst of a discussion about all the events of the last few days when Jesus walked up and accompanied them in their journey. The thing that struck me about that verse right there was the reality that we can have a discussion about Jesus that doesn't include him. Right then and there in that verse, these two disciples are having a whole conversation, having a whole discussion about the events of the last few days. They're having a discussion about Jesus. Jesus is the topic. Jesus is who they're conversating about. But yet Jesus is nowhere present in the conversation. And I feel like the Lord is warning us. I know he's warning me. That in these days, we can find ourselves having a lot of conversations about Jesus. We can find ourselves having a lot of conversations about the word of God. We can have find ourselves having a lot of conversations about what truth is. But yet truth, which is a person, right? He said in his word in the gospels, he said, I am the way, the truth and the life. So we can be having a conversation about truth, but yet truth be nowhere in the midst of our conversation, He himself, Jesus, be nowhere present in the midst of it. Are you having a discussion with your believer friends or maybe even non-believer friends about Jesus? Or are you including Jesus in the conversation? Are you having a conversation about the word of God? Or are you including the word of God made flesh in the conversation, in your experience of life? Because it's a totally different experience. It's a, to, it's a shift. It's a complete shift. Their worlds did not change. They were walking on. These two disciples were headed on the way to Emmaus. Their hopes were dashed. Some translations say that they were downcast. That their heads were low. On this journey, walking to Emmaus. And guess what? Who was a topic of discussion? Jesus. So they were walking hopeless with Jesus on their lips. They were walking hopeless with Jesus on their lips. Let us not be people that are carrying, that are aware of the power of God, that are aware of the truth, but don't carry truth in our hearts, but aren't experiencing it in our hearts. It is separate from us. Right there on their lips was the power that they needed right there on their lips was the intimacy and connection that they needed was the truth of God that they needed. And if they could just ingest what they were speaking, hope would have arisen. if they could have just the things, the person that they're talking about, if they could have just actually took him in. I even remember he, Jesus later on, I mean, he has this discussion with the women that approach him that, that come to the tomb trying to look for him. You know, the angels at the tomb tell the woman, hey, don't you remember what Jesus said about suffering on the third day or being crucified on the third day on a cross? They were hearing words all about Jesus. They were hearing Jesus's words, but Jesus's words weren't becoming a part of them. And so my encouragement right now, I implore you, I am praying, I am pleading for my life and for yours, anyone that is listening to this podcast right now, I am pleading that the things of God, that the things that we have heard from Jesus, that we have studied in his word, that we are taking in from this overflow. I mean, everybody their Mama is posting a live video on Facebook and there's, preaching the gospel and they're sharing encouragements, which that is incredible. I am not knocking that at all. I'm one of them, right? I have, I have a podcast now, but what I'm saying is we have, we're in a culture of so much information about Jesus. We've consumed, we have so much information out there that we can consume about Jesus, but yet we could also too find ourselves like these two disciples aware of all this information Aware of all the events, aware of all the miracles that have taken place. But yet we're not walking out in the hope. We're not walking out in the power. We're not walking out in faith. The things that we know aren't actually transforming our lives. They're just lofty truths, pious things. But that isn't the desire and the goal of Jesus Christ. That isn't what he's after. He's not after our mind to know about him. He's after our hearts to experience him. So I'm praying and believing that you right now, even in this moment, would come into an experience of the one who is walking with you. I'm so encouraged by the fact of this is something that Brian pointed out that I thought was incredible from his talk is he was saying that Christ didn't just resurrect. And then, you know, up in the sky, we go. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all, I'm here. Or he didn't just up and resurrect and then go and visit all the incredible, famous people all the wealthy, all the affluent, all the people in high positioning. But Christ came and started walking with the lowly. Christ resurrected and then found himself on a road to Emmaus, walking with two discouraged disciples. So I'm so grateful and thankful that in this season of life, wherever you find yourself currently, Christ is sure. To appear. And actually, in fact, because of the Holy Spirit that has now been given to us, and through the Holy Spirit in partnership with Him in our lives, we can tune our hearts to become aware of His presence that is already there. When Jesus was with them, the rest of the disciples, and I'm referencing, you know, 36 through like 45. It's interesting that the disciples are still a little like, "Uh, who are you? Like in verse 42 and 43, it's interesting. They feed him food because then they watch him eat it. I just think that that's kind of a funny thing. They're like staring at Jesus. Okay, it looks like he's chewing. All right, he's real. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's off track. Okay, anyways, so, you know, they're looking at Jesus eating this food. And I just thought that it was so interesting to me that And Jesus is talking with them about, you know, hey, don't you remember the words that I spoke to you when I was still with you? You know, and I told you about everything that had been written and that it would be fulfilled about me. You know, the prophecies back from, you know, the law of Moses. But I thought that it was it's interesting. They still didn't believe until they experienced the word made flesh. So they had heard about all these words. Right. What we had mentioned before, what I just spoke with you. And yet again, they'd heard Jesus' word. They heard, you know, like, okay, they've read about these prophecies. Clearly, Jesus is fulfilling them. I mean, just over and over and over again, he's confirming all these types and shadows about him. He's just fulfilling it all. And yet, still, they needed to see, they needed to experience the word made flesh. Ah, that's good. I'm going to end with that take it as you as you like this was definitely an exhortation maybe I preached a little bit I think I preached a little bit I love you all thank you so much for listening to this podcast please share it with a friend um, so they can be encouraged as well if you haven't left a review on iTunes please do so as well until next time bye bye